He's in on the slot back. Donovan in the hole there. Running backs are split behind Montana. Third and three. He has the ball. Montana rolling out the right. Looking toward the end zone. Throwing under pressure. Throws his pass. Caught by Clark. Hello, 49er fans, and thank you all once again for tuning in to the 49ers Paradise Podcast Show. This week's show is brought to you by Scott Wright's Draft Countdown, available at nfldraftcountdown.com. Scott offers amazing insight, mock drafts, rankings, features, forums, archives, and a whole lot more. Be sure to check out NFL Draft Countdown. And uh, you can be sure you'll be getting the best information on the web for this year's NFL Draft. Of course, Scott will also be joining 49ers Paradise for one of our draft chats this year. So be sure to tune in for our draft chats at the end of February. And I'm sure you'll love the insight and detail that Scott goes into the 49ers with all of us fans. All right, 49er fans. This week, of course, is Super Bowl week. He's back to throw. Quick pass for Wright. Got it out of bounds. And tried it to touch down 49ers. After a Bengal field goal, the 49ers trailed 16-13, needing to cover 92 yards in only a few minutes. They needed a miracle. They had Montana. Back to throw Montana. Stepped up throws. All right, I guess you can all pretty much guess I'm pretty excited for the week. Of course, Super Bowl, whether the Niners are in it or not, is always an amazing week. Um, Great events leading up to it, amazing game, great commercials, hopefully, and uh, it's always just a a really fun week for me. So I'm really looking forward to it, reliving, of course, the Niners' five glorious uh, Super Bowl victories and uh, hoping that, you know, there's more in the future for us. This, of course, brings us to this week's question and answer period for uh, the podcast show. I've got one question from Jake who asks what my favorite Super Bowl was. Um, and I don't know, for for whatever reason it is, as big a fan of I am of Joe Montana, Ronnie Lott, Roger Craig, the old school 49ers, I, I'm actually quite partial to Steve Young's one and only Super Bowl, the 1994-95 season. And... Um, Perhaps it's because I was too young to appreciate the complete blowout uh, of Denver, of the Denver Broncos and John Elway, but uh, I really, really appreciated the offensive power and defensive uh, control of that of the 49ers game against San Diego. And uh, I just had a ball watching it, had a whole bunch of people over to my house, which uh, always makes things better. And I, I think some of it had to do with my age, too. Of course, I'm looking forward to another one, and hopefully uh, each one gets better. That would be uh, ideal. So I know it's not the most elaborate of reasons, but uh, I just had a great time watching 49ers thrash the Chargers. So that would be my favorite Super Bowl. Um, I have a question here from Danny in Los Angeles. Danny's asking if the 49ers should franchise Julian Peterson. Um, that's an interesting question as well, and, uh, I'm not really sure where I stand on it yet. I think the best thing for the 49ers could probably do is to lock him into a reasonable two- or three-year deal. Uh, 
franchising him is i mean if we franchise him he's signing that thing in a second because he's he'd be getting paid way more for the year than he'd make elsewhere and no team's gonna match the one-year deal on him uh another possibility would be to offer him a transition tag which allows other teams to put forward a little bit less of a deal i think they can offer lower draft picks for him um would i take anything less than a second for him i'm not really sure about that either so it's kind of interesting. I'm not 100% sure what I would do at this point, but uh, I know that the team is going to be probably looking to address a linebacker situation this offseason. And um, having Julian Peterson back, even with his injury-prone um, body, probably is the right call. So I, I would do my best to bring Peterson back, but I think now is the time to try and sign him to a two- or three-year deal. I think we can probably get something done get it done at a reasonable price so that that would be this week's uh, question and answer period i do have a site feature that i want to mention about 49ers paradise a lot of people don't realize that not only is 49ers paradise accessible you know on the web and and whatnot but 49ers paradise offers a pda form or a palm pilot pocket pc form of the site where you can get updated scores as well as uh, all the latest news and or at least at the very least links to these news that are formatted for your pda mobile phone etc so be sure to check out uh, the mobile section of 49ers paradise it's available under the pay dirt heading in the navigation bar and uh, it's pretty easy to use i'll be happy to field any questions that come my way about it but uh, basically it's a great way to take 49ers Paradise with you wherever you go. All right. Now on to the fun stuff. It's Super Bowl week, and uh, not a whole lot of 49er news. I'm going to start with uh, what little there is and then get into the Super Bowl a little bit and uh, be a little bit short of a show this week also because I started so late into last week. So um, this week, Bill Walsh came out and said, basically that he didn't have a clue what the 49ers system was last year and uh, that he was pretty satisfied with Nolan's pick of Norv Turner to run the 49ers offense. He um, emphasized the fact that no real teams are running the West Coast offense these days. Mike Shanahan and Mike Holmgren are really the only two. And uh, basically he stressed that the 49ers didn't have any offensive system last year. He wasn't overly impressed with McCarthy. Uh, didn't believe that his reputation of working with quarterbacks was anything at all because he didn't believe that he had much of a role in developing any of them um, and even questioned whether or not Aaron Brooks was, uh, was was part of the McCarthy development or not. So uh, Walsh was pretty harsh on McCarthy. He seemed to favor Norv Turner, believe that uh, he's a good coach and that he'd do a pretty good job with the team and uh, also emphasized that Turner's uh, quarterback history may not be a reflection of his ability to develop a quarterback. So he really made that distinguish that distinguishing factor quite clear. Um, I also have to say that Walsh pointed towards the fact that Turner's going to install an offensive system, and he recognizes that the West Coast offense has long since gone from what the 49ers run, and he seems to be okay with that based on the quotes that I've been seeing um, in the media rate lately. So I'm uh, 
I don't know. I've been somebody who's been clinging on to the idea that the 49ers should be running a West Coast offense. Um, but by that, I really mean that the 49ers should be running Walsh's offense, possibly with a few little tweaks, um, but more or less what you see in Seattle or Denver. And I've been pretty adamant about that, but it's occurred to me that there really aren't any coaches other than Shanahan or Holmgren who are cut out to do that. Perhaps Kubiak would be the only other coach who can do that. And uh, I don't think any of the other coaches out there really have that intimate a knowledge of the system and believe in it to the extent that uh, Walsh, Holmgren, or Shanahan have. So I think this week I started to sway towards the idea of let's get an offensive system into the 49ers that is a productive system. And uh, let's hope we can get a quarterback to run that system who is efficient and um, a few playmakers around him. And let's see where we go with that. It will be the West Coast offense. Will we have the next genius? Will we have the next big innovation? Well, maybe, maybe not. Right now, I'm probably going to say not because I don't see Turner bringing in anything new. But I do think the Niners need to keep looking for that cutting-edge difference that will distinguish themselves from the rest of the NFL. Uh, so I am uh, I think this week I started to sway towards the fact that, or come to peace with the fact that the West Coast offense is not going to be part of the 49ers' future. And uh kind of sucks. It's not a really a great feeling. But uh, if it's what it takes to win, then I'm okay with that, I guess. Of course, if Bill Walsh ever wants to come back and coach the team, I think I'd be more than okay with that as well. All right, so um, John York continues to throw uh, throw support behind Nolan, and it seems quite evident now that the 49ers will be bringing in an offensive coordinator, sorry, not an offensive coordinator, but rather an, a football mind into the front office is what I wanted to say there. Um, so... What the position that man will be, president, vice president, associate president, director, nobody really knows. What the role of that person will be, nobody really knows. But it is quite clear that the 49ers will find somebody to fill the role of football guy in front office. As basic as that seems, I think it's important, and I think that uh, Nolan is smart in surrounding himself with a lot of experienced people um, starting with Turner and likely bringing in somebody into the front office. So I also believe that that's a good thing. Other than that, there really hasn't been a lot of uh, groundbreaking 49er news over the week. Of course, uh, Nolan's staff lost the Senior Bowl, but really it, it didn't make a difference to me one way or another. Uh, the fact that they were at the Senior Bowl, uh, the fact that the coaches got to work with Turner, that that meant more to me than winning or losing the game uh, you know, it's an all-star game. It's basically a Pro Bowl. So who who really cares who wins and loses? I do hope, however, that uh, we see better play in the season than we saw out of the Senior Bowl. And I, I really don't believe that that's a fair baseline to use in any respect of the imagination. Of course, that brings us to Super Bowl week. And like I said, it's always one of my favorite times of the year, whether for the 49ers are playing or not. I just... I love reading about the 49ers' history, watching the highlight videos. Uh, the the team has such a rich past and hopefully a rich future that it, it makes this time of year just so enjoyable because there really aren't many teams that are as 
lucky as the 49ers are to have won five Super Bowls. So it's just so great to hear the stories over and over again and, and experience these stories over and over again. And uh, that's why I like Super Bowl week. Now this week's Super Bowl, or rather this weekend Super Bowl, has me really torn. I haven't decided who, fully decided who I'm picking yet. Um, on the one hand, I, I could really like seeing Bettis win a Super Bowl. On the other hand, I could really, you know, see Holmgren winning a Super Bowl. I like that too. So that's pretty much where I lie. I guess my ties to Holmgren are going to make me push Seattle a little bit more, even though they are a division rival. Um, I would just like to see see him do something that other coaches haven't, and that being winning a Super Bowl with two different teams. That would be a pretty amazing feat. So, although I haven't finalized my pick for the game, right now I am leaning towards the Seahawks. I think they have a pretty good chance to win, mainly because they have the right type of team to beat Pittsburgh. They're a lot like the Bengals were, in that they have solid offensive line, a mobile quarterback who is efficient with the ball, and uh, a really strong running game. So if they can get the running game going, and if they can get Hasselback throwing um, efficiently, you know, running the West Coast offense, I'd be really, really happy with that. And uh, I think that they can win in that type of a system and probably counter Pittsburgh's strong rushing attack and uh, maybe get into Roethlisberger's head a little bit. So that's basically where I stand right now. I don't know how probable it'll be that I'll feel the same way, you know, an hour before kickoff. But I am uh, looking forward to a great game. I think the two teams match up for a pretty interesting game. I'm also looking forward to the commercials because they're always fun and entertaining. Uh, not really looking forward to the halftime show. I just never really get into that. And uh, to be honest, I haven't even decided where I'll be watching the game, um, or how I'll be doing it. My year's just been so intense with schoolwork and whatnot that uh, I know I'm not going to be having a major Super Bowl party this year, but that's okay. Hopefully a bunch of us will just get together and uh, have a good time. Um, all right, so that concludes the Super Bowl week portion. I did have one more idea pop into my head that I wanted to mention about the 49ers and their offense for next year. That being, I really hope that the team starts bringing back the split-back formation a little bit more. Um, between Frank Gore and Kevin Barlow, I think the team has two running backs who can both block, both run, and both catch out of the backfield. And I think the ideal situation would be to put both of them in the backfield at the same time because of the headaches it's going to cause for opposing defenses and because of the utility it gives Alex Smith you know, in the huddle and finding the quick quick release. So I think that'll be pretty important, especially if we can work on Smith getting the ball off a little bit quicker. I'd really, really like to see that twin back set there, split to the left and right of Smith for uh, part of Norv Turner's system. That would be really, really refreshing to see. Something I'd uh, believe could be quite successful, especially with a young quarterback. Alright, that concludes this week's ep episode of the 49ers Paradise Podcast. If you haven't had a chance yet, I encourage you to check out NFLDraftCountdown.com where you will get awesome analysis from Scott Wright, who's really regarded as one of the best talents in evaluating the draft, particularly online. If you have uh, any questions, please feel free to write me at 
podcasts at 49ersparadise.cjb.net. If you're interested in sponsoring a podcast show, please contact me at podcast at 49ersparadise.cjb.net. They're an affordable way to get your message across to a very targeted audience. Finally, you can call into the 49ers Paradise Podcast Show. You can leave me a message, ask a question, and do a whole lot more. From San Francisco, dial 415-354-1083. Press 1 when prompted, then dial 1-747-628-7149, the number sign, to be connected to the 49ers Paradise voicemail. Of course, all the information on how to contact me via the web or via the phone, is available at 49ersparadise.com and check out the podcast page for local calling numbers from throughout the United States. Thank you all once again for tuning in. I look forward to speaking to you all again next week. Until then, enjoy the Super Bowl. But the days of the 49ers had only just begun.